Welcome to the Power Hour podcast. I'm your host, Randa Caraba, a quintessential entrepreneur and the founder of Power Fit. I am someone who is all in on growing, evolving, and building my best self, and I've currently helped over 28,000 women do the same. So if you're someone who's obsessed with building and creating your dream life and your dream self without restriction, limitation, or being told no, then you've come to the right place because we're going to discuss fitness, nutrition, business, faith, marriage, self-development, leveling up, living life to the fullest, and how to increase income while thriving with joy, happiness, and fulfillment, balancing all the things. Get ready to to unlock your own power. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour podcast. Today we have the trifecta. And I cannot wait. So one leg of the trifecta is me, Grant Randis' husband, and the, the other member is... Lisa Yezik, Randis' mom. A.K.A. Mimi. Yes. So Mimi has been on the podcast before. There is one. Um, what was that past episode that we named it? Can't Never Could? Yes, we called it Can't Never Could. So there is episode one with Mimi. So now at this point, you're professional. You're not nervous. I'm not not nervous. You're here. You're ready to do it. I don't know. She's got a pretty nervous look on her face right now. I'm not going to lie. She'll loosen up. (laughs) She'll loosen up. Okay, let's start with a little life update before we dive into a bunch of Q&A, primarily for Mimi and a few for Grant about Mimi. Absolutely. Okay, so first things first, we are finishing up our March challenge at PowerFit today through the next couple of days. Everyone is able to turn in their after content on our website, our email blast, social media. So it'll be really exciting to name that winner the first week of April. Stay tuned because our empowerment coaches are going to be announcing something really exciting next week. And then we're planning away on my on, on Miami, June 3rd, we're having our company meetup in Miami. We have over 60 ladies set and ready to come with us. We finally booked the gym. That was not easy to get a gym nailed down, but we got one that's all black. It's all black equipment, black floors, black walls, black ceilings. So we're going to pink out and wear all pink for the group workout. So that'll look really cool. I've never been to a workout where everything's black and then everyone's wearing pink. So I'm excited about that. That's going to be pretty fun. Um, Last week was my assistant Kennedy's last day. She did, she is starting her official big girl job tomorrow, but she's still helping wrap up plans for Miami and she's still going to come to Miami. So be on the lookout for that. And then Easter weekend is next weekend. So what do we have planned for Easter, honey? You know, that's a great question. What do we have planned for Easter other than going to church and hunting eggs? We're definitely going to the church we go to, Declaration Church, is having a giant Easter egg hunt, which I definitely know we'll, we'll be taking a part of. Cor Kingston's will be uh, be racing all around trying to get his eggs. Yep, we're ta- we take Easter pretty seriously around here in terms of like egg hunting. So I already ordered the balloons. I'm going to be getting something together either Friday evening or Saturday. It'll kind of be last minute, but doing some egg dyeing and painting. We'll probably text Mimi and Pappy and Waverly and Jacob and a couple other friends. I need to get on that. I'm a little yeah. behind. And I also forgot that she made me buy a brand new suit for Easter, three-piece suit to the, today. Yes, and Croy loves his Easter suit. Oh, he can't wait. He's a little bowed-up man wearing it. So I can't wait for our Easter outfits. Um, we're going to host Easter lunch at our house after after church. After Christmas. After church. And then we've got the Bahamas the week after that. I cannot wait for the Bahamas. This is actually our first family vacation that's not a work vacation it's not a content shoot this is strictly a family vacation and it's our first one um ever with croy that's yeah that's not some kind of work you're exactly right and i do have to bring a couple swimsuits to picture that's the only thing yeah but that's not a big deal it's the um dolcessa launch 
bikinis that we're going to bring. So no one will have seen them yet. So I'm just going to wear them while we're there and you can take my pictures. I'm not going to turn it into big photo shoots. Yeah, I mean, when I say photo shoots, I mean like hiring a professional photographer, you know, by the Eiffel Tower and turning things into a full-on production, like with (laughs) media and lights and equipment. Like we're not doing that this trip, which I cannot wait. Correct. We'll take obviously iPhone photos and stuff. And I've already got Croy's outfits all picked out. I got him a lot of dinosaur outfits and he's so excited about it. He's got a dinosaur beach hat. He's got dinosaur shorts and tops. I mean, dinosaur, et cetera. And speaking of all Croy's dinosaur outfits, we actually are going to a dinosaur like fun little exhibit this upcoming Friday before Easter. It's one of those things that it's coming to town in Houston and it's taking over a theater. So it's not something that's always there. It's like a limited time special kind of thing. VIP little experience. So there's going to be dinosaur eggs and baby dinosaurs and big dinosaurs and interactive things and virtual reality. And Croy is so bowed up about it, isn't he? Oh, he cannot wait. He's been talking about it nonstop. We got to see dinosaurs. They no come to my house, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Mimi actually has off the Friday before Easter, so she's going to come with us. So we're not only getting Bahamas the week after that, we're getting that the Friday before Easter Sunday. So I feel like we're actually starting to get family time. And speaking of, we had that all today. Yeah, it's been a great day today, honestly. I had a post that was already completed and just needed to be literally hit post this morning, and that's the only thing I've done for work on my phone today. Yeah, it's been super nice. Yeah, I would agree. (laughs) Okay, so let's dive on in for Mimi. I would say that Grant's probably going to ask more of these questions, and then there's a few that I'm going to ask Grant about Mimi. Yeah, so I guess I'll go ahead and start. All right, so Mimi, thanks for being here. We always love having you uh, join us. Absolutely. I enjoy being here. Absolutely. All right, so in which ways do you think Randa thrives as a parent? I think Randa loves Croy wholeheartedly, and she exhibits this every day. I'm very proud of that. Yeah, for those who don't know, Mimi's a crier, so work, <laughs> we got to work with this on all, all, all of the emotions. She is yeah. very emotional. It's sweet. It is sweet. Oh, yeah, for maybe, sure. Okay, maybe let's start with some little lighthearted questions okay, absolutely. first. <laughs> Who's your favorite son-in-law, Mimi? Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag only son-in-law, but I'll take it. <laughs> He's wonderful. Okay. So maybe talk instead of just, I, that's so sweet that you say how, how much I love Croy and you get so emotional. Maybe talk different because I guess a lot of people don't, there's a lot that people don't see on social media and that would be maybe like parenting differences of Grant and I or even team-wise parenting of Grant and I, maybe explain to the listeners what you see as far as me as a parent, Grant as a parent, us together, or us like complimentary. Well, anyone that knows me knows I'm an honest person. I feel like Randa takes the lead most of the time in the parenting, not to exclude Grant from anything because there have been times where I've seen him work uh, conjunctually, but I do feel like Randa typically has the upper hand. Um, when Randa, the kids were little, because Randa's dad is in law enforcement, typically I was mom, dad, and the washwoman. So I can relate. And, you know, then when the kids uh, had difficulties with the children, Gerald was like, Lisa, there's nothing more for me to do because you've 
you've done everything that's needed to be done. And um, Gerald, we always call him Disneyland Dad because the, the kids favored their dad a lot more than they did me. I was definitely the disciplinarian. By far. <laughs> and she was not, she did not tie it with a bow. She did not wrap it as a present. She did not sprinkle salt or sugar or anything on there. It was gasoline. <laughs> I don't know if I would say that. But, but. I don't believe that. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Grant believes it. Well. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. You don't want to be on Mimi's bad side. Yeah, you don't. You don't, you don't want you to. You don't. Okay, so if you think that I take the lead in parenting, then what would you say are Grant's strengths in terms of parenting or um, working as a team or with Croy? Grant is, um, in fact, like today being with you, uh, y'all, I saw Grant really, uh, I mean, Croy for, really for the first time, daddy this, daddy that, daddy this, over you pretty much the whole day. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say the last week or two, he's really been there. Um, yeah. Things is that I've watched Croy the past two weekends. Um, it's always mommy and daddy this, mommy and daddy that. And, uh, but I did notice today that he was very much more daddy. And, you know, I don't think that we kind of saw the um, mommy. It was, I wouldn't say that he puts like mommy versus daddy. It's just there's certain times that he wants mommy or there's certain times that he wants daddy. Mm-hmm. And I would say it's overall still a really mm-hmm. good balance instead of like 90 10 or 80 20, you know? Well, I think he identifies our strengths and weaknesses. Like in the morning, I'm more of a task oriented structured plan person and ran is just kind of go with the flow so like he likes to be woken up by mommy like when when it's time to be woken up he's mommy hold me at the top and then whenever it's time to go grill or cook or do things like that he's like daddy i help you go away mommy and it's like whoa, whoa okay <laughs> so it's just i think it just varies from different you know task to task or whatever we're doing in the moment you know, for those kind of things. And I feel like Grant and I are really good at not thinking like, oh, yes, he's wanting me. Like, obviously, when he says, mommy, mommy, I hear him. But if it's Grant's turn to get him out of the um, car seat, for instance, mm. I'm like, it's daddy's turn. You know, we both love you very much. Mommy got you out the last time and put you in. Now daddy wants to take you out. So daddy's going to help do that. Do you understand? Then he's normally like, yes, ma'am. So I feel like if he says one of us, maybe we step in and kind of help explain how it's the other one's turn to kind of keep that good balance. Absolutely. Yeah. Because Brent and I do not compete against each other to be the favorite parent. Uh, like growing up, you know, both my parents competed to be the fair, to be the favorite parent. And that kind of cause issues in their marriage. And so it's one of those deals, like we don't want to put that onto Croy and we don't want to put that anxiety onto him and, and allowing him to pit us against each other uh, when it's not necessary. Oh, Grant knows if, if Croy's giving Grant a hard time, say he's a couple rooms over, Grant knows I'm going to come storming in and I've got his back before he even asks. Yeah, oh, for sure. No <laughs> doubt. She did that earlier. Literally, like this happened like 30 minutes ago when we were putting him down. Um, he's just screaming, I want to change my diaper in the kitchen. I'm like, no, we're not changing our diaper in the kitchen. And all of a sudden, I hear a clunk, 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 Randa's shoes coming down the hallway, and I went, oh, boy, here we go. (laughs) She came in, Croy, you are not doing this. You're going to listen to Daddy. You had This is your options, blah, blah, blah. He goes, yes, ma'am. He just sat there, let me put his (laughs) diaper on. We got our our jamas on, and he was like, okay, what's next? 
And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that's a good thing in our marriage. Like when I, when I see that Grant steps in and has my back when I'm having a hard time with Croy, and I would like to think it's probably the same for you when I walk in, not necessarily saving you, but just like reiterating whatever's going on. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's a, ooh, I like you. I love you. I'm attracted to you. Thank for having my back. We're a oh, team. That's exactly right. Okay. What's the next one? All right. Um, well, I think this was probably one of your questions. Okay. Um, so, Mimi, what traits about Croy right now make you the most proud? Hell, he is so fun, independent, and he's always thinking. I can say something, and because I have him quite, uh, I'm with him quite a bit, and um, I know his case scenarios, or I think I know his case scenarios, what he's going to do most of the time, but sometimes he, he surprises Mimi, but he's just a very innovative little boy full of energy, and he is really a lot of fun now. Um, I, uh, I, I'm big about singing, and he was, uh, telling me this one new song and I had never heard it so I googled it and I listened to it <laughs> so uh I had him sing it to me today what are like things that he says or does like right now on this stage that you think bring you the most joy um he's very determined um he is kind and polite and I think those are two um, aspects in life that will go very far. Lovely, lovely. Okay, next one. Do you ever want to overstep in terms of dip disciplining Croy when you see Grant and I dealing with him? Well, honest talk. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> real honest. Okay. Uh, there have, I have not always agreed, typically with my daughters. <laughs> Um, decision-making all the time. There have been times that I thought she was spot on, but I did not. Are you talking about parenting or life in general? No, parenting. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. But how, I, I know things have, have changed since my children were little, but they have, but yet in my mind, I really don't think they have in the same sense. Because I feel like the parent is the ultimate uh, decision maker, you know, for the children, you know, when they're, when they're smaller as Croy is now. So but, tell me the differences. Well. Because you don't overstep. You don't ever say this. So now we're kind of like, pull back the curtain. Let's okay, do it. Like, <laughs> like, uh, me personally. Um, <laughs> Random gives Croy, in my opinion, <laughs> too many choices on things. Okay. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> one or two, <laughs> three max, but not five or six. <laughs> but that's my, that's my. <laughs> I'm a more is more. For instance, like dinner today, I guess, that, would that be one, like with all the dessert options? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we, I love a production. So Croy ate so good for dinner this evening. So good. Ate all his chicken. I mean, showing Barbie all how big his bites were. So I brought out five different options for dessert. But also... But, you he, know knew, which, but, but you, he knew which one he was... Oh, wanting. I did. Oh, I, yeah. I wanted the production of the buildup because... Grant can have me on this one. Yep. He loves an anticipation buildup. Uh-huh. So if I give five options, like Croy's that person. He's like, I'm like, let's do two. He's like, five. <laughs> yeah, he, he, five is his favorite number right now. Everything has to be done in five. Yes, everything is five. So I'm like, here's number one. We build all the way up. And before I presented number five, which is what I knew he wanted, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, attention, <laughs> Mimi, attention, daddy. Everyone pay attention to see if this is what Croy's going to want. Oh, and he's like thriving in that moment. Yeah. Like he's ready for option number five to come because he knows it is the option. That's exactly, he knew exactly what it was. <laughs> All right. So how was, um, I got a question. How was Sheriff in terms of parenting? He was Disneyland dad. He was pretty much, um, describe what Disneyland dad means. Like if someone's never heard that well, terminology. As to where I was a disciplinarian, he, disciplinarian, him not so much. Um, and he would do more of the hands-on playing with them while I was doing dinner. Or, and, he, and he was fun to be around. And I and I was the one that was, y'all need to, y'all need to eat more. You need to get ready. You know, I was a disciplinarian. I, I feel like dad really, in terms of like Disneyland dad, like allowed us to like, just have this wild, vivid imagination. Like when we would have days off with dad, mm-hmm. my dad was a county sheriff or a deputy sheriff up until I was in third grade. So he actually had like days off and times that he was on call before he became a sheriff, which then you're on call 24 seven. So when I was really little, I remember like days that we would spend with dad when he'd have off during the day, like we grew up in the country, small town. And so we would go to my Popo's farm and we'd go fishing and I'd catch some podunk little fish, but dad would play it up to me. Like it was the most amazing, wonderful, elite, special fish there ever was. Kind of like, almost like what I do with Croy, like building up his anticipation and like, oh yeah, this is so cool. And so then we'd come to like Nana and Popo's house and I'd be so proud of my tiny little like half a pound fish. Mm -hmm. And like, we got to like cook this fish and clean (laughs) this fish and mom's at work. And so by the time mom gets home, I have so much to tell mom (laughs) about what we did. And dad has like come up with this fake name of this dinner that we've made that doesn't even exist, but it's like (laughs) so fun in my mind. So by the time mom gets home, I'm spitting all this stuff off and she's looking at me like, what in the hell are you talking about? (laughs) Another thing, there's there's some story, I think y'all know it, um, that basically Gerald would let Rana just dress herself, whatever she wanted to wear. She wanted to wear makeup. He was just like, go, go change yourself. Let's go to school. And Lisa was like, no, you're going to wear these shoes and this outfit. And she you was need very to match. With, yeah. You have to Pretty match. Pretty much how, how Randy is with Croy now. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. But Gerald just kind of let her do whatever she wanted to do. And he, I remember one time that we were going to go pick mom up from work and then go shop in Bryan College Station. That's where we live now, but I live for, we, our hometown is 45 minutes away. And so mom, mom worked kind of halfway in between. So dad was like, we're going to go pick up mom and go shopping. So Randa, you just go get yourself all dolled up. But I had to have been, what, five years old? 
Not even that old. I don't four year, four, four years four old. Okay, so I'm like game on. Mom's not here to tell me what I what I'm gonna wear. I've got this, so I get my little. I literally think I got my dress up high heels, and I'm like I'm wearing these shopping and have my whole outfit. I mean, I went and got my little Barbie makeup. I had it all on my face. I come out, and my dad told me I was the most beautiful girl in the world. Oh, Randy, you look so pretty, and I believed all of it. Like I'm like I look good. I did this, and we walked straight into mom's office. And what does mom do to me? Oh, my gosh. I can't remember. I think she had, like, polka dots and stripes, and I was like, and so I was immediately T.O.'d with her father because I was like, she's four or five years old. You don't let a four or five-year-old dress themselves. And then she had this makeup on, and I was like. She took me straight to the bathroom and washed it all off, and I cried. I was so upset, and then Dad was consoling me, telling me, you're still pretty. You did a good job. <laughs> and sometimes I let Croy dress himself for school. Like today, what did he wear today? He wore bright neon shoes mm-hmm. with orange shirts, shorts with the navy blue Astros shirt. None of it matched. No, but it did have. The uh, orange the shirt orange, and the, or- the all the orange and blue match. Yeah, well, okay, enough. But you the, did not match. The shoes didn't. But I'm like, you know what? Sometimes they just want to dress themselves, and it's fun. Now, if it's like a picture day or an event, like clearly. So the whole makeup incident that actually is a great. I got a question on this one. What's the biggest fight y'all have ever had? Oh, I can't tell you. A lot, a lot. Uh, we had a lot of fights growing up. Teenage years, we were. Ooh, I, I can't recall. It was rough. I'll have to think about that. We'll have to go She back didn't back down. Back I down. didn't back down. No. It was it was rough. Dad had to come in and play uh, referee mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, as, you know, obviously we all know, know that Randa's on social media and is starting to get a pretty good following and everything. Does she ever post anything that you just see on Facebook or Instagram that just kind of makes you cringe? And, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. What is what is the worst thing you ever seen her post that just kind of make you go? Ugh. There was an outfit, <laughs> and she even commented, "I don't think my mother is going to like this." <laughs> I didn't. What what, what what was that outfit? It was some type of jumpsuit that <laughs> that I did not care for. What 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 was uh, so wrong with the jumpsuit? It. Was too revealing. Yeah. I figured that's what you're going to say. And it was like one-sided. And I don't... I'm a person that likes um, balance. And, and it was really slanted to one side and very skimpy. Uh, I, I'm just a more conservative dresser. <laughs> Basically, she had too much skin exposed. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. That happens. <laughs> okay, so let's kind of like switch from parenting for a little bit. When did you know that Grant was the one for me? Oh, Grant just had such a... He treated you very well. He um, is a very respectable uh, man. Uh I just felt like there was something different about him than any other person you've ever seen. I would agree I, with that, too. I think I know the day that you knew I was one. Which day? Jacob's surprise birthday party. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. We had been dating 
all of two days. Mm-hmm. And I think Mimi knew. Yes, because, well, and Grant's and my brother's birthday are only a day apart. Right. And we started dating the day before Grant's birthday. So we right. started dating October 4th. Grant's birthday is October 5th. And then my brother's birthday is October 6th. Yep. And I had a surprise party at my house for him. And my parents came over. And that was the first time I ever met Sheriff. Mm-hmm. Absolute train wreck. It was a train wreck. But I think Mimi was impressed because I didn't put up with Sheriff's nonsense. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people put up with Sheriff's nonsense sometimes. Yeah, it was really shocking. Even now when we talk this story to Dad, we need to get him on the podcast. He'll kind <laughs> of own what he did. You know, I mean, he didn't do anything bad. He was just kind of being that overprotective dad of a daughter. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he just wouldn't. I was trying to everything I could to be nice and friendly and start a conversation. And he just was having no part of it. He wanted nothing to do with me that day. Yeah. He wasn't being mean or rude to you. He just wasn't he just engaging. Didn't talk. No, no, no. Like, he wasn't rude. He didn't say anything mean. He wasn't vindictive. He just literally would not talk. I was like, <laughs> so do you like football? Yep. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, who's your favorite team? Aggies. All right, well, it's good talking to you, Sheriff. Like, I think I got three, I think I got three questions in. Oh, I know what, I know what, uh, what I did to upset him so bad. Is I was like, so do you like to hunt? Yep. Okay, so what do you like to shoot? Pigs. Okay, what's the biggest pig you ever shot? 300 pounds. Okay, Sheriff, let me show you a pig I just shot. Well, I shot like a f- over 500-pound boar. And I think one of my friends stepped in and was like, Grant, don't do that. Well, I didn't understand. <laughs> I was trying to relate. Say, you shot a big pig, so did I. I got a picture of it. Well, I think it pissed him off because my pig was significantly larger than his, and I think he got mad about it. You're trying to, like, measure pig contests Well, I here. wasn't trying to one-up him. I was trying to relate with him, and it somehow backfired. So <laughs> yeah. here we are with that. So whenever Grant and I were first getting to know each other, my brother was living with me, like, he was working in the oil field, so he would live with me, I guess, like two weekends out of the year because I lived by myself. But he filled like a bedroom for me that I didn't have to furnish, and then his truck stayed there. And then when he was there, it was like safety, and it saved him from having to get like a lease. It was just kind of like a benefit thing for both of us. Um, and so when I was starting hanging out with Grant, I told my brother first. And then I was like, you know what? I'll tell my mom because embracing like the dad thing oh, is a little different thing. So I'm embraced my mom kind of letting her know what was going on I invited her over to come spend the night over the weekend we had like a great fun time and I opened up a little bit to her which I never really did on the guy situation because she'd get her hopes up or you know her and my nana wanted me to already be settled or married or having kids or anything and I was like just not there Brandy, you're like 24 years old. You don't have kids yet. What's going on? I know, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I tell mom all about Grant and all the stuff. And I'm like, now don't tell anybody. Like, I don't know where this is going. This is so brand new. I I don't really know. Mm -hmm. And that was a Saturday night. Well, Sunday, before Mm -hmm. my Nana passed away, every Sunday after church, Nana would cook. And we would all have lunch over Mm -hmm. at Nana's house. So it was Nana and Popo. Aunt Dee was still living at the time. Mom, Dad, Jacob. And... Mimi spills all to everybody, and I wasn't there. So she just had her heyday about it. And Jacob came back to report it to me. And she had the story all wrong. Jacob comes back and goes, she said he's sweet on her, but she doesn't know. Like, just had all this backward story. She's got Nana invested and Dad probably going, who is this guy? Like, I'm going to run a background check. I mean, I'm like, I called Mom, and I'm like, I'm not inviting you over to do slumber party anymore because I asked you not to say anything and you brought it up to everybody at Sunday dinner. You just couldn't help yourself, could you? And I think I told your dad before that. You were just so excited? No, I just I just don't like keeping things from your dad. Okay. I get that. I just don't. Yeah. 
I get that. It was just funny. Okay, so why do you think that Grant helps make me better or stronger? Or do you think that he does? Like, do you I think do. that I've grown and... and Because I have seen Grant nut up to you when he needs to. <laughs> and you need it at yep. times. I would agree. Not always easy. No, you're not. <laughs> um, love you. <laughs> But being real honest here. I would assume I could be pretty um, forceful and um, aggressive and not just bow down as a woman. And that may be sometimes hard to rebuttal as a man, maybe. No, I, I think you got that completely backwards. <laughs> that, yeah, okay. No, no man wants a woman to be completely subservient, or at least I don't, for all that. So I think you've got a misconception of what I may or may not want. So... I like that you're headstrong and you're, you know, driven and everything else, but sometimes more is not always more. I understand that. Yeah. And Grant has such a good relationship with my family. I'm not going to say he calls them for for backup very often, but if he has to. They take my side. They <laughs> take his side. And they show up guns a-blazing because they know exactly how I am. And I would even say, like, ever since I was a little girl, like, my parents have been like that, especially mom. Mm -hmm. Not that dad was. Dad was that way too, but mom was always kind of like more of the forceful one about it before dad had to get involved. Like mm -hmm. if I had done something wrong or if I got in trouble, mm -hmm. it was not like, let me just show up and say my daughter did nothing wrong without understanding. It was honestly mm -hmm. like, what did my daughter do wrong mm -hmm. if she's in trouble? And I'll mm -hmm. only ever remember one time me getting in trouble where I told mom, like what they're saying is not factual. You need to hear me out on this. The other times it really was all something that I needed to be disciplined on or scolded right. on. But I always had Randa's back. Yes. But Randa was not always correct on everything. Nope. But I did tell her some life lessons uh, many years ago, and I told her if this case scenario happened, uh, do not have a one-on-one. -on -one. Take it to where there's other adults, and she knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, because that was the one situation where someone <clears throat> was saying things that I had said that had not been said that apparently were very hurtful had they been said. And so it just kind of be became a he said, she said at school. Both of our parents got involved, the principal, and that's when mom was like, you know, if you're going to be involved or around this person again, it needs to be in front of a third party so that then this doesn't turn into something because things were completely fabricated on the other side. But my mom didn't just immediately take my side. Absolutely not. Yeah, you wanted to like hear and understand. And I think once we got all together and you kind of saw the Looney Tune I was dealing with, I think you understood I was telling the truth. What about the Looney Tune I have to deal with every day? Hey. <laughs> okay. So, Mom, what do you think from my childhood helped to make me headstrong, confident, and fearless? I think both Randa's dad and myself. Um, I think um, she got more of the creativity from her dad. Um, because, uh, I, I am very headstrong also. I feel like she, but her dad is too, in, in a lot of areas also. But, um, I just feel like she's a good blend of both of us. But she, then she has her own little twist too. I would agree with that. Um, mom, what ways do you think that you were best as a parent? And do you have any 
regrets or look backs on weaknesses in your parenting? I, I wish I would have been more patient. With <laughs> I am not. I, I'm more patient now than I was yeah. uh -huh. when they were growing up. I'm just, I'm just an honest And you person. instilled that honestly in mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. it, is that not right, Grant? Mm -hmm. That is 100% accurate. <laughs> I, can, I can verify that Randa, speaking strictly for Randa, is not the most patient pe person I've ever met. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm more patient now than I was when they were little. And for me, that's shame on me. Um, but I, I feel like I did enable the structure with the kids uh not that Brandon's dad didn't want to be there but they know that he was not there a lot of the times because of his job uh, right and he takes it very seriously mm -hmm. and he's in his last term thank you jesus mm -hmm. <laughs> so um but um Anyway. Do you think I was just naturally that way, like confident and headstrong think, and fearless, or do you, you think that y'all did things that helped think, cultivate that? I think a lot of it with you was natural. Really? Um, but I feel like, you know, we always tried to um, mentor and mold you as best as we could mm -hmm. because your dad and myself are both very good people. <clears throat> okay, let's go ahead and kind of, oh gosh, I have so many questions right here. Let's go into Grant. I want to ask you some questions. Okay. Now that Beanie's talking about her patience or lack thereof. Yep. Um, which ways do you think that mom and I are similar? Oh, <laughs> nothing like being put on the spot. <laughs> I would say probably very much on the work ethic. Like, Randa's mm -hmm. probably has the best work ethic of anyone I know. And... Right behind that would be Mimi she, because she's always not her, you know, nine to five job. She's doing that. But all the, you know, the shaking hands and kissing babies and all the events she goes to in Robertson County, you know, it takes a lot of time, energy, work. Like it, that's just not something that you show up to and you can BS your way through. Like she's putting in the work. She's doing the bake sales. She's doing, you know, she's on all the fair committees. So I would definitely say the most similarity or the most similar between the two would be the work ethic, which is both phenomenal um i mean i don't know how many times we've got and also commitment when she commits to something she sticks to it she sticks it out she never quits and that's actually really frustrating for me because i'm like hey you want to come see Corey kingston no i gotta go to this fair queen dealer <laughs> i gotta go get this cow sold at the the, the road well, and my so, mom's a um a song leader and absolutely. organist in our, oh, in our small yeah, town she, yeah she plays all the she plays like it, what the organ at what four or five churches four churches yeah and then so, there's also weddings, funerals, yeah. like events like that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you, both, and another thing that's similar is that both can't sit still. Mm -hmm. They're always doing something, always going out, you know, working on something. Yeah. And resting is hard. Yeah. Yeah. So Thank Nana instilled it to mom. Mom instilled it to me. Mm -hmm. There was never just lounge mm -hmm. chill time. I feel like we were cleaning our rooms or very productive or maybe not discipline actions, but just productive <clears throat> yeah and i think differences would be creativity mm -hmm. like rand is extremely cre creative i am not i would say that uh, mimi is uh 
I think of our creations with Croy that I make us do for the holidays. Like, Mimi, let's draw, let, let's create Santa out of our pancakes, or let's make a turkey out of Fruit Loops and an apple. I yeah. did not draw a straight line with a ruler, okay? Randa inherited the creativity from my sister. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that, I would say those were the initial, uh, my initial thoughts on that. Okay. Um, let's see what else we have in here. Have you thought any more about your biggest fight with me? Or you want to still table that one? Let me table that one. Let me okay. actually try to... Um, what's your best memory as a mom? For you... Um, I think... Um, when you were just, you just thrived in everything that you did. And then when you graduated Val Victorian, and then, um, when you went to A&M and you had a kick butt GPA, uh, being on an animal science team, um, and then you were nominated for the top two awards at A&M. I think that was probably one of my most proud moments. And then I had to tell her godfather, George, if you're listening to this, you know I love you. (laughs) I love this story. Okay. Gerald's family, the um, Thanksgiving before Randa went to A&M. They were talking. Robert and George were talking. So these are my dad's cousins, and and George is my godfather. And, um... They were talking about Randa when I came in the room. And so, of course, Gerald uh, was, not, did, was not there yet because of working. And so they said, well, we're, we just think Randa going to A&M. Right now, she's a, a big fish in a little pond. I'll never forget the analogy. So they I was just listening to them um, dicker back and forth. And so George said, so what do you think? And I said, well... I feel like she's going to thrive being a little fish in a big pond. And she's going to do rather well. Well, you you just don't know. Well, from our small town, we actually had multiple previous valedictorians that went to A&M straight off the bat and actually failed out or lost their scholarships. Um, And I don't think it was necessarily just because of academics. We come from such a small town. Like, we don't even have, like, a a drive-through Dairy Queen or anything like that or a Sonic. So I think it's maybe just even, like, difference of lifestyle and the freedom of coming to to a a big town. Yeah, like a culture shock almost. So I think that they were very hesitant. And then a lot of um, people who are valedictorians or salutatorians at at Bremont, my little small town, would go to blend first for a year or two and take advantage of those scholarships and kind of get their feet wet before then going into A&M. So I think that's, they weren't questioning, you know, whether I'd be successful. I think they were wanting me to go the safer route of going into blend first before straight into A&M, correct? Right. Correct. Well, anyway, so George, her godfather, uh, was there when she graduated A&M, and she was nominated for the top two awards at a So it was the Brown mm-hmm. Rudder Award, which I, mm-hmm. I mean, my resume, honestly, right now doesn't even, I would, wouldn't say doesn't mean anything. It does mean something, but I've built two businesses since my degree that I don't use my degree for. But yes, there's <coughs> one student from each of the nine colleges mm-hmm. that are, um, 
Nominated. nominated for the Brown Rudder Award, and that is for the top overall senior of the entire graduating university. And I was the um, mm-hmm. nominee mm-hmm. of the College of Ag and Life Sciences. So that alone was a huge honor, and I don't honestly don't ever really talk about it just because I didn't stay in the academia world. Um, and I believe it was the student from like the engineer mm-hmm. engineering department that won it. And I mean, I think mm-hmm. they were well on their way or to curing cancer. I mean, they were, it was pretty, pretty impressive, but it was a really big deal for little old me from a small town to, you know, graduate with honors and to, um, be our, not only like the top animal science student Mm -hmm. that was nominated towards that, but of the entire college of ag and Mm -hmm. life sciences. So anyway, I had, if you know me, I had to lean over and say, George, our little fish did okay. And he would say, God damn, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and my godfather's wonderful. He's been so um, involved in my life. I would honestly say this is probably something Grant and I need to talk about later on the podcast is Grant has an amazing godmother, and I have an amazing godfather. I had yep. a great godmother as well, my Aunt Diane, but she passed away a couple mm-hmm. years ago. And she was um, she had a life-debilitating, changing stroke when I was just in junior high. So I feel like that really kind of changed the, um, the future of our relationship in terms of like <laughs> her getting to be a true godparent mm-hmm. to me. But Grant has one of the best godparents I've mm-hmm. ever met and taken her role so seriously and is such a blessing not only to Grant, but also to me and to Croy. And my godfather, you know, I'm sure he listens along in this podcast too. He has been, I mean, my, my parents chose mm-hmm. so well mm-hmm. on that decision. And I, I love not only having my, my family, but my godfather, too. Okay, let's see. What's your relationship with Barbie, Mom? Oh, Barbie, she is um, a little much, but I love her. Uh, when, when you're not here, evidently, y'all put her on the bed. Okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I know, but she can get on the bed, and she'll, she'll you know, hunker up. I said, Barbie, you can get on that bed if you want to get on that bed. And she'll hop up. Yeah, see, I guess that's we need to work on our parenting skills because we, we do that with Barbie. And she just is like, no, you put me on the bed. You know, I think we're actually both much – I'm not going to – I don't know what I expected for us as parents. But I think we are a wonderful team as parents. And I think we're a wonderful individual mm-hmm. of parents that are always trying to, like, improve in terms of Croy. But Barbie, I think mm-hmm. – we kind of are very low on our totem pole of what our expectations are as parents or disciplining. It could be better. We're just like, we love her so much. She's yeah. so cute and sweet, and we really don't demand or ask too much of her. Yeah, she, she's Well, she angels. sleeps on the bed, but uh-huh. I don't bring her. I do not lift her on the bed. Barbie is rather large for those of y'all. That she's actually not that big. She's just solid. She is. She's a she's mini. Only, she's only like 41 pounds, so she's not huge, but she's, she's heavy enough to where Mimi doesn't need to be picking her she's up. She's stout and filled she's, out for her little frame. Yeah, yeah she's stout. <laughs> she's dense. She's dense. <laughs> kind of like me. Okay, Grant, what do you enjoy most about Mimi? Oh, my God, where do I start? <laughs> so it's kind of funny um, – I don't know how many times, like, so when Mimi's coming to the house, I'm, like, running around like a little kid. Mimi's coming. Mimi's coming. <laughs> and I'll get Croy running around or whatever. And so I, I think it's just Mimi's herself. She doesn't put up with any nonsense. and She calls things how, how it is. And, you know, I don't have a lot of people in my life that uh, kind of 
shoot me straight. So that's always <laughs> much appreciated. But I don't know. It just I love Mimi. She's so much fun to be around. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's basically like a second mother. Like, I mean, it's just kind of <clears throat> I don't view her as my stepmother or uh, or mother in law. That's what. Yeah, I don't view her as my mother in law. <laughs> I view her as my mom, and mm. so it's really cool. Uh, anytime she gets to come over and I don't know, it's just, I can be myself around Mimi and people don't give me crazy looks. Cause usually when I'm myself around people, I get some crazy looks. Well, and also kind of like you said earlier, I feel like not only does my family like truly take you in, like you're one of theirs. I mean, I think they're like that with all of, you know, have two brothers and their spouses as well. But, um, just like you said earlier, like if there's going to be a fight between us, which I wouldn't say we get my parents involved very much. I mean, we, we mm-hmm. keep our crazy in therapy amongst mm-hmm. ourselves most of the time. But obviously, there are certain situations where you have to kind of maybe like rely on family here or there. You know, like life is hard. We're all mm-hmm. here together for the same common reason. So if Grant's having a, a problem with me, he can call up the troops. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's, I don't know, something probably really special about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Probably makes you feel like... Mm-hmm. They got my back. They love me. They adore me. Yeah, pretty much. And yep. they know what I'm dealing with. <laughs> yeah, they know the crazy I got to deal with. <laughs> okay, so, Mom, with the upcoming Easter holiday, what's one thing you would want to tell the listeners? First of all, um, he lives. Take time, Amy. She's emotional. This is when I would normally come in with an ad, but I'm an ad-free um, podcast, so we'll just let Mimi work through And um, please love on your loved ones, because you never know. You're sweet, Mimi. Okay, Grant, think of a question for me. For Randa? Yeah. I haven't gotten one this podcast. <laughs> All right, so now I, because we have a whole list of questions written down, this one's not on the on the list, so I'm having to, have to think of something on the fly. So, here. who do you think Rand is more like, myself or Gerald? Oh, <clears throat> that, that's a good one. That's a really good question because she has some some traits. Of, I don't think she's necessarily more like. Honestly, I think she's more like you than Gerald. <clears throat> yeah. I, I would I would say she's more like Lisa than Gerald. I would say I'm fierce, like the ways that I'm like my dad and the ways that I'm like my mom, like I am strong and fiercely those ways. Yes. Like not wavering. Yeah. She can be as stubborn and headstrong as you are. Dad's pretty dang stubborn See, too. Yeah, I, I, would, I would say Gerald's more stubborn than I am. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. I guess, well, I guess I haven't ever seen that. <clears throat> yeah. I'm Mom's probably more headstrong. I'm, like, like, I'm like. Curious. Let's keep moving forward. We're going to keep yeah. on going. Guns a guns a blazing. But Dad is a little more stubborn. I think actually you're more stubborn than I am, Grant. Yeah, I would. Yeah, when I dig my heels in, I don't. I don't. <clears throat> uh-huh. Don't come out. Yeah, yeah I'll give, completely agree with that. I have a question. So with the whole patience thing mm-hmm. that Mom and I both struggle with, mm-hmm. I'm better now. You're. <laughs> <laughs> She's better now. I have certain situations where I have, I mean, absolutely, someone can just say something or look at me the wrong way. It's like certain scenarios that I have absolutely no patience on. Um, But where do you think I stand with Croy in terms of patience? 
oh, vastly more than where I thought she would be. Because as a general rule of thumb, Randa is one of the least patient people I have ever met in my life. So, But with that kid, he can be throwing fits and temper tantrums, and she's like, all right, let's work through this. Tell me, it, her patience is far greater with him mm. than any other aspect of life. So I definitely see that. So that means I can improve on patience if I'm able to do it with Croy. I oh, can probably I, I, figure yeah, out. Yeah, and I'm sitting there going, well, how do I, what do I have to do? To <laughs> do I need to scream and kick and cry and get on the ground and roll around? And, and right in the middle of public. I mean, is that what I need to do to like get her attention, to get her be more patient with me? I'm going to start trying that. You'll see. Goodness. Okay, Mom, have you thought any more about your... Um, oh, you already said the best memory as a mom. Oh, no, the biggest fight. That's the one we tabled. I think there was one time, and I'm trying to think. And if you can't think of specifics, maybe just kind of let was them it know. Was shoes? No. I was, a, I was a, still like a little no, girl then. I mean, it I'm was thinking, in her teenage years. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking fights. We, Honey, you got to be we went teenage fights. Randa came downstairs one time. And I did not particularly like her attire. <laughs> and I asked her where she thought she was going. And she identified where she thought she was going. Identified. And I stated to her that you needed to go back upstairs and get more clothes on. And then we would talk about it. And she mouthed to me. <laughs> and I mouthed back. It was... See, neither one of us wanted to be the last one to talk. Like, neither mom nor I could say, okay, enough has been said. Yeah. But, we couldn't let the other one have the last word. So it just kept going. in my defense... <laughs> you still do that. Oh, I know. I am the parent. And I'm here to tell you, and I've had people ask me over the years, Lisa, you have really good kids. What was your secret? And this is what I always tell them. Please remember, you asked this question. Yeah, so you're like, okay, before okay. I proceed, you actually want to know I this. was the parent. I right. was not there to be their hand holder, to be their friend. I could give a rat's ass less <laughs> if they were upset with me. What I said was law. Yeah. Like and I well. and I still feel that way to this day. I did not. I do admit I was not nearly as patient with the kids. Uh, one of the the things that um, I can't remember who uh, the lady was that drove herself and all of her kids in the the Casey Anthony. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. We shouldn't be laughing about this. Okay. It was a okay. bad thing. We were little. I mean, yes. Jacob and I were pretty little. Yes. And, and Casey they, Anthony they drove really, her. They were really being bad that day. And I was doing supper. And I told them to go in Mama and Daddy's room and watch TV till I had dinner finished. And Randa had told Jacob. <laughs> of course, Jacob believed Anything Everything I said. Everything he said, that Randa said. I could literally tell him anything, and he believed it, and I played and up on that. Gerald went, went in there. When he got home. And they had the covers pulled up to their little heads, and Randa convinced Jacob that she thought 
Mama was going to do the same thing to them. Well, she told me to go in the room and watch TV, and the news just happened to be on. Yeah. And this was what went on in the news, and so she was upset with us and wanted us to. And you know, when you're in, a, you're like, I mean, we were little. We were probably like four and seven, or you know, like you're very much it's still childlike. Um, really and so you're, childlike. oh, I know I am. And I love being childlike with Croy. I can really step right back into childlike mentality in, in actions in no time. But I remember just like in your little mind, you're thinking like, oh gosh, this woman like didn't like her kids and did this and mom's mad at me and made me come in here. So I'm just going to shut up and cover myself with the covers and, and so when Jacob, Gerald, don't say a word. We're in this together. So when Gerald went in there in the kitchen and said, you might want to go talk to the kids. And I said, about? He says, they're thinking you might try to harm them. And I was like, what? <laughs> of course, you know. But anyway, I did go in and tell them Mama would never do that to them. And I don't know why. And then, of course, Randa asked me, well, why did that Mommy do that? And I was like, honey, I don't know. But I think she may have had a sickness and... Have been had a mental imbalance, but it was it was it was. I, I it hurt my heart that you know that that's, that's where what we thought. Mean, yeah. Yes, I mean you didn't say anything no. that made us think that, but you said go in the room and watch TV, and that just happened to be on TV, and it's like, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> we better get it together. Yeah. That was good timing. Yeah, that was oh. good timing. Okay, Grant, you have anything else to say? Mimi, you have anything else to say before we wrap this one up? We just got to get Mimi on the podcast more. I think no. everybody loves Mimi. Yeah, I feel no, like you're good but, at it. But seriously, y'all, uh, dating back to the previous question about um, everyone listening, is none of us know what tomorrow will bring. So please just let people know that you love them and your family, your friends. Um, I know that, um, I mean, I have known of several people that have been killed in car wrecks and not any fault of their own. So seriously, it can happen to any of us. And yeah, we had, a we had an employee dying in a, um, a vehicle accident last weekend and his funeral was yesterday. So that was, that was pretty tough. So I completely agree with what Mimi's saying. Yeah. I think of, I love Easter Sunday. I even have like childhood memories because my mom's a song leader. She's a really good singer. Um, me, I uh, sound like I'm strangling cats, but Croy loves it. And Croy and I sing together and Mimi just kind of tweaks her little head and those little ears. So she turns them off. But my favorite thing about Easter Sunday is I grew up in a Catholic church and the very first song Every single Jesus one was, Christ Jesus Christ is risen today. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Which I'm really bad at it. Jesus Christ is risen today. Hallelujah. Yeah, see, Mimi's a really good singer. And what I think is really funny, it's like one of my favorite things. Randa is literally one of the worst vocals I've ever heard in my life. Like, it's, it's really Listen, really God knows that I would try to become Britney Spears yeah. if I had a voice. Like, I would have been wanting to do all the things, dance and sing and all the yeah. outfits on stage. So he made it so bad that, like, you can't even edit it. Yeah, it's, you can't even voice tune it. It's so bad. But I, I'm not exaggerating when I say that little kid, Croy Kingston's, thinks that Mommy is the greatest singer in the history of singers. Because Mimi, 
Randall will sing a song and then Mimi will come in and start singing it beautifully. And Croy's like, no, no, Mimi, stop. Mommy sing. I'm like, whoa, okay. And he's aggressive with it. Like, it happened earlier today with yeah. um, Jesus loves me, this I know. And so Croy loves to sing it with me. And I obviously am like somewhat on the beat. I would say at least I'm on beat, but tune or pitch or any of that, real bad. Um, so Mimi tries to come in. You know, she's here. She loves that song. She wants to sing along with us. And he's just, I guess, used to hearing it one way that he thinks is normal. <laughs> yeah, he got a lot to learn about music. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we are so excited for Easter weekend coming up. And stay tuned because Mimi's going to go with us for the dinosaur VIP excursion. Ooh, that's going to be so much fun. Croy is excited. And all the shenanigans that we're going to do with our Easter egg decorating and hunting. Our pastor earlier, Grant, texted him and he said, tell Croy to get his cleats ready. Yeah. <laughs> it gets pretty serious around here, I think, once we're kind of at this age. Mm-hmm. So thank you all so much for listening. It was Mimi's second ever time on the podcast. If you enjoyed her, you can go back. It was somewhere towards the middle to end of season one. Uh, we did a can't never could interview with my mom and I think we'll have to do it again. I feel like, did you feel pretty natural on this one or Absolutely. a little more comfortable? Yeah. Yeah. You did a good job. Absolutely. Right. It was fun. Well, thanks for being on here with me too again, honey. And I hope y'all enjoy all of our honest conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, please screenshot, um, share us on Instagram, tag us, leave us a review on the podcast, because that is something that I do occasionally check. And I love to hear what you're liking, what you're wanting more of, maybe a different direction or any kind of like positive and even constructive criticism that can only help make this a better tool and resource and channel for all of y'all. So happy Easter. He lives. Bye.